History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. America and happy Friday. We've got a great show for you today. People are still talking about everything that went on with the IRS whistleblowers during their testimony this week, the aftermath of that. We've got the lawyer for one of those whistleblowers. The lawyer, his name, of course, you know him well. He's been on the show before. Tristan Levitt in Power Oversight Whistleblower Center. He's with us. We're going to have a great conversation, including some revelations. Guess what? They have more evidence they're about to deliver to Congress. You're going to get that here first on the podcast. I'm super excited about that. Then in the second black, Mark Morgan's going to join us. He is the former commissioner of the Custom and Border Protection Agency. He's going to help you understand how the Biden administration is playing a game of funny math to make it look like the number of illegal aliens coming in the country is much smaller than it is. All they did was shift them to ports and pretend that they're not crossing the border. That is going to be explained in detail to Mark Morgan and also everything else that's going on the border that you don't get from the mainstream media. And then finally, just a few minutes ago, we broke a big story here on Just the News. The footage from January 6th showing that Kamala Harris was brought by the Secret Service into the Democratic National Committee the morning of January 6th within a few yards of an unexploded pipe bomb that apparently the Secret Service did not detect. We are going to bring in our reporter, Nick Ballacy. He teamed up with me for that scoop. He's going to be here in a few minutes. You can get to see that and watch that and enjoy that right here on Just the News. And of course, John Solomon reports the podcast from Just the News. That's our show today. Tristan Levitt, Mark Morgan, Nick Ballacy. You're not going to want to miss it. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Welcome back, America. As you're still digesting the extraordinary magnitude of the news that was in that FD 1023 released by Senator Grassi today, we want to pivot back to something that was almost as devastating yesterday, almost as impactful. And that is the two whistleblowers from the IRS, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, testifying for hours with great composure, swatting away silly comments by the Democrats and giving the American people something very simple, the facts about Hunter Biden. We're very lucky to be joined by the lawyer for one of those uh, great agents who testified yesterday. He's the president of the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Group. It's becoming so impactful in Washington. He's our good friend, Tristan Levitt. Tristan, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me, John. Uh, I want to get to all the incredible things that happened yesterday that your client and uh, Joseph Ziegler together brought to our attention. But before we do, I wanted to get your reaction to this FBI memo uh, to think that the FBI is known for three years or may have been a very complete bribery scheme involving Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Pretty shocking, no? Yes. The document itself, I read for the first time today. It's quite remarkable. Obviously, we don't know whether it's, you know, whether it's authentic in terms of the allegations, but that's why you investigate. And of course, as Gary's uh, affidavit to the Ways and Means Committee made clear, this is exactly the sort of thing that they would have been the ones to investigate and should have been able to investigate. Yeah. And they weren't allowed to, right? They didn't get they didn't get told about it, right? They had no idea. This was the first time they learned about it was in the public news. Unbelievable. That's it's unbelievable. And the testimony by by both of them, Joseph Ziegler and Gary Shapley, Gary, Gary has managed to weave together this story so precisely and explicitly um, and yesterday revealed even more. And I thought that the questioning was interesting from I think I think he's from New York, Democrat Representative Dan Goldman. I think he was trying to dunk on Gary Shapley and his testimony, but he ended up revealing and admitting something in the process. Check this out. He said to, to that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. 
That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business and he was okay. talking Well, that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. If this were a traditional court proceeding, I think that a lawyer would have asked for a record to be read back to him because Joe Biden did say numerous times that he did not have communications with his son over his overseas business dealings, but he inadvertently admitted that right there. Yes, this directly contradicted that, and that's bad enough. And what they didn't talk about yesterday in the hearing is what the rest of that Rob Walker transcript reveals, which is that the investigators asked, you know, this meeting with uh, CEFC happened after Joe Biden had finished his term as vice president. Then the investigators asked, were there any meetings with them or did Hunter talk about any meetings with them while Joe was the vice president? And Rob Walker said yes. And inexplicably, the FBI investigator just moved on from there. And so these these are the sorts of things. Again, the investigators had already been told not to ask about the big guy. So so, you know, he was moving on as they had essentially been instructed beforehand by assistant U.S. attorney Leslie Wolf. But these are exactly the sorts of things that the investigation should have been able to explore fully so that both law enforcement and eventually the American public could know for themselves what happened. Yeah, such a good point. They just weren't allowed to ask the questions, get the search warrants, do the sort of uh, in interviews that any other tax subject most likely would have been uh, facing. Uh, Tristan, I want to go to something you just mentioned, the big guy. We first heard that term in 2021, I think it was, when Tony Bobolinsky emerged onto the scene, another one of the business partners. We now see that the FBI knew that the big guy referred to Joe Biden because that's how Burisma and its owner was referring to Joe Biden. How important is that to establish a fact pattern that when Joe Biden was involved in these things, there was a code name from called the big guy. I mean, these these, you know, there are these clues that are all over the place. So certainly there's some in the transcription of these whistleblowers. There's information from Tony Bobulinski that was referenced yesterday by another member who pointed out that Bobulinski had said that some of these meetings were while Joe was still vice president. And again, Gary's uh, transcript corroborates that. But, you know, we we have been the news was revealed some uh, weeks ago that the House Oversight Committee had subpoenaed Devin Archer. I mean, there are just a lot of places where there is information that has come or that is supposed to come. And again, these tidbits that we've seen so far raise a lot of questions, especially the FD 1023 that Senator Grassley released today. Yeah, no doubt. And I want to I want to ask you in that document, because I think it was Mikola Zuchevsky who who made a pretty audacious comment that it would take investigators 10 years to collect all the records to really reveal what's happening. But you've got uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, Chairman Comer, Chairman Jordan, uh, uh, Jason Smith, Chairman Jason Smith, all looking after this. The clock is ticking, but I don't know if it'll take 10 years. I, I have to admit, I'm pretty optimistic about what they have already found and the, the speed at which they've done it. I think that's accurate. The The difficulty at a certain point is you have to be able to have the inside information. So again, if Devin Archer is going to share more about that, Tony Bobulinski has shared some other. So, you know, we have these whistleblowers from the IRS, but, you know, ultimately, as in any, if, you know, in a typical criminal scheme, you're looking to get people to flip on the others. And that's not the same as whistleblowing in, in the normal sense, but you need sources. And so ultimately, I think it's going to take someone with these close ties to the Biden family, if there is more there, to fully expose all of this. 
And that's the key. Tristan, uh, your clients provided uh, seven documents, 23 pages early on to Congress. Very important documents. They keep getting quoted over and over again because they really establish a pattern. We have learned from uh, the inspector general's investigation, from members of Congress, there are a lot more documents that might be relevant. Will there be another production to Congress potentially of more evidence that would help the American people and Congress understand what the agents had at their disposal? Yes, I believe there will. And so we're assembling that from Gary. I also believe Mr. Ziegler, you know, made clear in the hearing that he has a lot of documents that he yeah. is ready to share with the Ways and Means Committee. And so, uh, you know, it will take some time for the Ways and Means Committee to review that. They would have to have a vote again to consider releasing it, just like they did with the transcripts. So it could be some some time, potentially weeks uh, before any of that information would be released. But there's a lot of information that further corroborates what these IRS whistleblowers have said. Very important. We've just got about 30 seconds left. Will, will there be any more Gary Shapley's or uh, Joseph Ziegler's? I don't know. I hope so. Whistleblowers are so important. That's where you learn the important information. And so hopefully other people, if they have information that the public needs to know, will have the courage and the fortitude to come out and share it. Because, again, that's why whistleblowers are just are, are so patriotic and so amazing. And Tristan, you you and your organization have done great, much to give them great voice. We've only got a few seconds left. How do people get in touch? If they know something and they want to become a whistleblower, how do they get in touch with Empower Oversight? So important. Just empoweroversight.org. They can submit information there and we will contact them quickly. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, one of the best experts on this border security anywhere in this great country, the former commissioner of the Custom and Border Protection Agency under Donald Trump, Mark Morgan's going to be in the house right after these messages. We're going to be doing some funny math debunking right after we hear from our great sponsors. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. 
Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Welcome back, everybody. If you've been keeping up on your latest headlines over on justthenews.com, you may have seen a headline from today about Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who has been accused by the Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee of repeatedly disregarding immigration laws. But can anyone be surprised? At this point, joining us right now to react is the former, former acting commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection and a fellow at the Heritage Foundation, Mark Morgan. Com commissioner, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, both of you. Sir, the importance of this report, you know, I, I think that the situation at the border is indubitable at this point. Most Americans realize what a crisis it is. And there's actually a poll to prove that that we're going to talk about in just a moment. Um, but I, I think one of the most important parts of this report is that it it itemizes it gives a pretty impressive list of all of the laws that Alejandro Mayorkas has broken with respect to our, our border laws. What did you find to be the most damning of it? Well, I think all of that. And remember, so I really applaud Chairman Mark Green. I mean, he's the man that's really spearheading this. And I think it's important, Amanda, to, to remember, this is just the first series of five. So he's gone through and he's developed a, a five-step method, you know, methodology that he's going to use to make his case to the American people. I mean, the only kind of criticism I have is that I really think they should have done this and started this five months ago. I think the evidence is there. But look, I agree with him that, that he needs to make the case to the American people. Because if we're going to go forward with an impeachment, which I, I there's no doubt in my mind that at the end of this, that's going to be the conclusion because the facts are there. But if we're going to do that. We need to have won the hearts and minds of the American people to understand that this isn't a political stunt, that there is substance to this. And a couple of important things real quick out of this is you mentioned it already. This is a secretary, the first secretary in our lifetime that has come in and he's viewed the law as a mere advisory opinion. And he has not only violated the law, but he's just made up new law and he's gone in. I'll give you one quick example is that this is a secretary that said being in the country illegally in of itself is not enough to remove you. That's not what the law says, and that's one example of many. Yeah, mm -hmm. so important. Um, one of the things that's been important is trying to have honest facts about what's going on at the border, and the Biden administration has created the most extreme manipulation of math I've ever seen. They're trying to argue that in June, border crossings went way down, but all they did was throw people to the ports and suddenly call that 
not an illegal border crossing. Can you walk us through the fake math that the Biden administration is using right now? Yeah, John, you're spot on. First of all, I, I get I get asked this all the time. You must be frustrated to see what's happening on the border. Of course, hands down, I say yes. But what's equally frustrating as American is, is the administration is lying to the American people. And, and I mean, like if you so if you really believe in your policies, wouldn't you want to be up there celebrating and be fully transparent if you truly thought it was above board and legitimate? And you're doing the right things for the right reason. Well, of course not. And they're not being honest with honest with American people because they know what they're doing is devastating this country. Real quick. This is what's happened. They made the, a deal with the entire world. If you stop from illegally entering in between the ports of entry, all we're going to do is we're going to bring you in and, and process you through the ports of entry, release the United States, and we're going to call that illegal pathway. And their, their recent June numbers, they're celebrating the numbers have gone down. And again, it's completely BS. One, they're only focused on the southwest borders. For everybody listening and viewing right now, I, I, I really encourage you, go to CBP, Customs and Border Protection, CBP stats. Just put that in your phone. The first chart that will pull up once you hit the link that shows you total nationwide encounters. That's the key. That's what we should be looking at. So that includes all encounters by Border Patrol and at our ports of entry. That's key because over the last 28 months, what we've seen, and in June, the outer ports of entry, they had over 110,000 encounters. That is a 350% increase from when they took over 28 months ago. That's the shell game. They've simply taken the, the uh, those that were previously illegally in, in between the ports of entry, and now they just shepherd them to the ports of entry, release them, and they're calling a victory. It's a big lie. It's a scam. It's a shell game. Mm. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. And in the months preceding the lifting of Title 42, the messaging that we were hearing from the Biden administration was that it was Republicans fault, that that by re Republicans talking about it, they were t encouraging people to flood the border. Um, this new Gallup polls that 30 uh, poll shows that 39 percent of Americans say that the border crisis is indeed a crisis. It's a major problem. And that was 33%. So a large portion of Americans see that. Do you think that those Americans blame Republicans or the Biden administration? Well, hands down the Biden administration because they understand it. But I tell you, man, that 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 number is way low. I mean, th there's th there's no reason why it shouldn't be 100 percent that what's going on. But the problem is they're lying to us. Right. Not just with the numbers, but also with the narrative. They keep trying to tell Americans that what's happening at border is about immigration. It is not. This is not about legal immigration. This is about border security, which is synonymous with national security. And what one of the major driving factors behind our borders being open is illegal immigration. That pulls resources off, leaves the border open, the cartels are exploiting it. That's how drugs, criminals, and national security threats are pouring into our country. There is a downside to illegal immigration, but that's the false narrative, and that's why more Americans don't really see that what's happening at the border and how it impacts them. They don't realize that, that every town is a border town, every state is a border state, and that's why we've got to keep talking about it. Yeah, that's why your role, Mark, all you've done to educate the American people is so important. You give it to us straight because you trust the American people to handle the truth and to be able to make the right decisions. Uh, you've had an illustrious career. A lot of people don't remember this, but you obviously worked in the L.A. Police Department. You also were uh, rose up the ranks of the FBI to a senior executive there. Today, we have the 1023 form released by uh, Senator Grassley showing us that the FBI is known for years of a very serious and detailed bribery scheme involving Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, a lot of the information in there publicly confirmed. We can actually tell that these things happen. Your take on what we've just learned today and what it might say about the FBI's willingness to look at the Bidens. 
Yeah, I, I tell you, John, we, we could spend the next two two hours unpacking this, and it's not looking good for the FBI on that perspective. One, the length of the investigation. Look, remember when he had 51 folks from the, the previous intelligence community right. say this is Russian disinformation. When that went out, the FBI knew that that was not correct. And th- th- we're, we're talking about a president, well, then vice president's son, right? Th- this is this is a different game. Uh, the, the, for the FBI to set quiet when they know they had credible information is unconscionable. And let's talk about that real quick. I know we've limited on time, but remember, the, the, the source of that 1023, the, even, even though the 1023 it has to be verified and corroborated, but remember, this is a trusted, reliable, long-term source. I believe he worked for the FBI for 10, uh, for 10 years, had provided credible, verifiable, reliable information. So that's not, I mean, yeah. that's something, that's important. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to break that story about the Secret Service video footage right here on the podcast. Nick Ballasey, my colleague, my partner in crime in writing this story, he's going to join us to describe what we got, what it shows, and what it means for the future of security in America right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, as I said at the top of the show, a very important story broke today by myself and one of my great colleagues who work with me every day. I'm very lucky to have these great reporters here at Just the News. 
Over the last few days, Nick Ballacy and I have been going through some more January 6th footage, looking for an episode that we've long heard about. Now we have the video proof of it. On the morning of January 6th, the Secret Service brought the soon-to-be Vice President Kamala Harris into the Democratic National Committee for a meeting that day. They drove her in through a driveway into a secure garage just a few yards from where a bomb had been planted outside, and the Secret Service did not detect that bomb during its preliminary sweeps before they brought her in. It later gets discovered while the future vice president is inside the building. The footage is pretty clear. We walk people through, and you can go to Just the News and see this. You see the bomber putting the device there the night before. We have two different angles from the FBI. Then we have a close-up photo. So you can see what the bomb looked like and how obvious it was sitting next to a tree and a bench. And then the next morning, the vice president coming in and literally driving within a few short yards of that explosive device. Joining me right now, my cohort in crime on this, one of Just the News best reporters, my good friend, Nick Balsey. Nick, welcome back to the show. Yeah, John, thanks for having me back on. You've done a lot of reporting on this. You've seen the footage. Everyone's going to be able to look at the footage and make their own mind up. But I think there is another thing. You got to talk to some of the experts in the country, including former Secret Service. Tell us what the experts say about this episode and what it might say about security mishaps. Yeah, I had a really great interview with Charles Marino. He's a a veteran of the Secret Service. He's been with the he was with the agency over 20 years. And he called the footage concerning. He said that, you know, if they did a sweep, which they probably did, I mean, that's standard protocol to do an advanced security sweep. If they did that sweep and somehow the bomb was not there, which we know from our reporting, it was likely, you know, it was there uh, the night before. But if they had done the sweep, I don't know, earlier in the day on the 5th and didn't see it, he said, why wouldn't they have seen it when they got there? I mean, it's very concerning. And he said that, What's even more concerning to him and disturbing, uh, it's one of the exact words he used, is that we don't know the suspect who dropped these uh, bombs uh, in, in the time frame since it happened. So it's been two years, over two years, and we still don't know the, the suspect. And that he called even more disturbing than the fact that they missed this bomb through their security protocols and didn't even notice that it was there and let someone as high profile as the VP to be in such close proximity to it is what's really eyebrow raising. Yeah, no, it's really pretty remarkable, isn't it? It's just an extraordinary development in the course of things. We always expect the Secret Service, you know, they have this great reputation. And of course, they have a great record. They are truly the experts in personal security. There's none like them anywhere in the world. But it just seems so unusual to see something that would be as obvious as a bond sitting on the ground and their sweep not catching it. Did any of the experts you talked to describe how the normal procedures of the Secret Service wouldn't have noticed that bomb? I mean, literally, it's a few yards from the driveway. So you would assume they sweep that area at some point. That would just be common sense, normal engagement. Well, I did get in touch with another veteran of the Secret Service who was with the agency 23 years. And he didn't want to comment at all on the entire situation because he said the agency doesn't like them talking at all about their security protocol. And I tried to get him just to give me a reaction to just the fact that this occurred. And he didn't even want to do that. And he quickly got off the phone. But Marino was happy to, you know, give his take. He didn't get into 
the exact protocols of what they do. But uh, you and I, John, have covered a lot of these events involving uh, a presidential, a high profile uh, presidential candidate, like a nominee or the actual president, sitting president or VP. And, you know, they always come in beforehand. They do a sweep, whether it's the day of early in the morning or the night before. I just it, it is amazing that they wouldn't have seen this. And also what I think is interesting to note here is that the benches, the famous benches in that security footage the FBI put out where that bomb was laid, are they're gone. So they didn't just remove one or two. They removed all of them from that area. So that's, I think, a recognition uh, that it was dangerous to have them in that area so close to where you bring in a VIP. Yeah, because it's something that could be hidden under, right? Very interesting insights. There seems to be a lot of concern in Congress, and it's taken us two years plus, two and a half years to begin to understand some of the things that happened. We now know some significant failures in the intelligence world. The warnings weren't given. They weren't passed up the chain to the people who and the Capitol Police who could make this. We've seen a security door that got popped open and it changed the lock, and therefore there's... 300 people come in uncontested. We had the yellow bag incident that we just released a couple days ago. What do you think is the next shoe to fall? You see so many members of Congress concerned that there were some cascading failures, that multiple agencies failed. Maybe the FBI and federal agencies didn't do enough to call attention to their thing. Secret Service didn't protect or put a, a nominee in optimum protection. Where do you think Congress leads with this after the hearing this past week with the inspector general? I think where they're heading, at least on the House side, is if you want all this funding and you want all these extra resources, then you've got to be as transparent as possible. And we learned from the, I, the Capitol Police IG a hearing that they've only released two, two Inspector General reports publicly out of over 600, 650 of them since the office was established. So they aren't even required to release those reports to the public so the public knows what's going on. They keep them internal. And the uh, new IG, fairly new, he started in January, was saying, well, my experience comes in Florida. And in Florida, we're really transparent with our security protocols. In, in the work that I've done, he said, but I'm not used to this, where I'm kind of restricted by the board, the Capitol Police board, and what I can release. But personally, I agree they should be made public. I think Congress is going to be pushing for more transparency if you're going to get all this, you know, all these extra resources and all this money. And as you know, John, I mean, when you just look at the Capitol Police, I mean, their budget is, is just going, it's going nowhere but up. It was already going up before January 6th, but now after January 6th, they're getting more money than ever, obviously to prepare for something, you know, as big as what happened with the riot to be ready in case, you know, something like that were to ever happen again in the future. But uh, they really, I think, are going to be pushing for more accountability and more transparency as to how these resources are being used and what is going to be done in terms of, preventing the situation that unfolded in January 6th, these security failures from ever happening again. Yeah. Amazing. Sometimes more spending doesn't equate 
more security. That was one of the lessons of 9-11. The FBI was getting a lot more counterterrorism funding, knowing that al-Qaeda was rising, but it wasn't being spent in a way and in a mindset and in a capability that actually made the country safer. And then, of course, that tragic day occurs, and then there's a lot of readjustment. And it's really the mindset change that created the greatest improvement in security against terrorist threats. It seems like now there are, beyond the money coming in, there seems to be strategy and mindset things that might actually require changes before more money's there. Do you get a sense that Chairman Loudermilk and others are on the case now? It seems like next week they've got a joint hearing with the Senate to kind of maybe begin some of the structural changes that might make these law enforcement agencies a little bit more efficient. Yeah, I think so. I think the structural changes will be a big part of it. I mean, the Capitol Police, the last numbers I've seen, they're trying to get about 14% more uh, in the 2024 budget. So it would be almost $845 million. Um, That's a huge budget. So structurally, they're going to want to make sure that that money is going to the right programs in the right places. And of course, as you know, there's a huge debate going on, and it's going to continue as to how far the Capitol Police goes with protecting lawmakers. Right now, only certain lawmakers get the protection. If you're in the leadership, you get it, but others don't unless there's some sort of active threat uh, against them. Uh, there's talk of expanding that so that more members can get the protection when they feel that they need it. Uh, also, their spouses, their families. So this is that kind of when you get into that protecting more people uh you are going to look at a ballooning budget uh, over time uh i i think so structurally they really got to decide what are the parameters how far they're going to go and then uh figure out where the money is most needed and make sure that it's being used in the most effective way possible. That's really, really, really important to see that dynamic play. I think a lot of Americans are going to be watching because it's one thing to highlight the failures. It's another thing to potentially solve them in a way that the repetition of such tragedies don't occur in the future. And it seems like that's the moment that Congress finds itself in now, the opportunity to find not just the problems, but to implement the solutions. There was a really fun story when you covered the hearing with the Capitol Police Inspector General. Over the years, what came out at that hearing, and correct if I'm wrong, the Inspector General basically signed off saying things were fixed when they weren't quite fixed the way they were supposed to be. Is that a good way of reading what the Inspector General acknowledged? Yeah, some of that was going on. Most of that seemed to be before the the current IG's tenure, so he wasn't familiar with a lot of the details of some of the cases that uh, were brought up. But one of the stories that we did was uh, there were whistleblowers that came forward about intelligence, intelligence failures uh, that were, that were, um, that occurred during January 6th and the lead up to January 6th. And apparently according to one of the congressmen on the committee, uh, he brought it to the IG's attention that, these people were forced out. They were put on some sort of performance track where they were being monitored and they were forced out. And he said, you know, how can, what can you tell us about how, you know, what happened to them and why did this occur and why weren't they protected as whistleblowers? He couldn't get into too much of the details on that either because it, it predated when he started, but he emphasized. He's a new guy. That's important to point out. The guy that testified is actually new. He's new to the job, right? He's got, a, he's got the job of fixing things. Right. It would have been nice to, and maybe we'll have a hearing, of the previous IG answering some of these questions because he would have direct knowledge of these cases. 
like the ones with the whistleblowers and what happened to them after coming forward, because, you know, you want to make sure, at least these congressmen were saying, the committee wants to make sure these whistleblowers are coming forward, in many cases with valid information like these intelligence failures, and all of a sudden they're retaliated against and pushed out of the Capitol Police. They wanted, they wanted to make sure this doesn't happen again, and he said, you know, I'm all about protecting whistleblowers. It's one of the most important things that we do. He was really unequivocal, wasn't he? He was. He was. I mean, he was very reassuring. We'll see how that plays out going forward. But uh, it would be interesting to hear from the previous IG on some of these cases uh, exactly what happened. But as we as we heard, he's the current IG is very uh, adamant about you know the protection of anybody coming forward with some sort of complaint or a whistleblower who has some sort of inside information that they want to share with Congress. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Nick, great work on this. It was fun reporting on all these J6. I know we got some more videotapes coming out in the weeks ahead, but great job. We'll look and see how America reacts over the next few days as they get to watch this pretty remarkable piece of video footage. Yes, really. And uh, yeah, it's been great uh, covering all these issues and getting it out to the public. Thanks again, John. All right. Have a good one, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. A big thank you to all of our guests. Again, one more thing I want to remind you. All week long, I've been talking about this. The EnviroCleanse air cleaner I'm using in my home is life-changing. It destroys cold, flu, viruses, COVID, allergy, inflaming toxins, and so much more mold. I'm breathing better and sleeping better since I brought this into our bedroom. You should check it out. EKPure.com. EKPure.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. You're going to get 10% off your first home air air purification unit, as well as a free air quality monitor and fast free shipping, 150 bucks saving. You don't get that anywhere today. Go check that out, ekpure.com. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll have a great weekend set of shows. Be sure to tune in and catch up on all the news. Tomorrow, we're going to go into greater detail about that Secret Service video. We've got two lawmakers, Thomas Massey, Barry Laudermark. They're going to come on and tell you why this matters so much and how it fits into the larger narrative of other security and intelligence failures that the January 6th committee run by Democrats last year swept under the rug. We'll have that tomorrow on the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.